When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Nathan Strimple, NBL commentator, joins us on the line. How are you, Nathan? Very good. It's good to have NBL hoops back underway. Yeah, absolutely. What have you made of the match so far? The Breakers came into the clash in good form. The Phoenix have struggled a little bit, although they do have better personnel out there on the court compared to maybe their last couple of matches. Well, they'd be loving life. They, they, they knew they were coming in with injuries, so they get Kel and Brown, their backcourt import tandem in today, and they would have thought maybe they'd take a bit of time to gel, but the fact that they, as a team, you know, and get that result, it looks like they'll do that today. Uh, it's great times for them, and they really needed it because they had been a bit sluggish to start the season. All right. And what about the Phoenix in terms of using this potential victory? This is assuming they can hold on as a bit of a fire starter for their season. Can they string a number of wins together, do you think? Well, winning does a lot of things. Now they have a different issue that they've got all this personnel. So yeah. they, they get the, the two import guards come in. They've also brought in Joe Chi. So they've got this long game with their bigs to try and work. Alex, Alan Williams. Ex-Phoenix Suns, you know, legit double-double threat, but Simon Mitchell only playing in 15, 20 minutes a game. He's trying to find minutes for Dane Pineau and Joe Chi around that. So it makes them exciting to watch. I think it'll just come down to people finding their role and, and getting that rotation sorted, but tonight's a good result for them. That's it, and good to see Kyle Adam, who's a local out there at the outer eastern suburbs of Melbourne. 14 points to his name after 21 minutes on the court. So it looks like they should hold on. Still a little bit to go in that encounter. But there's another match, of course, later on tonight. Melbourne United taking on the Cairns Taipans. It's a difficult one to read for me. The Taipans rebounding from a poor loss to Perth with a win over Sydney. How do you think tonight's match will play out? It's really dangerous for Melbourne. We talked about the Phoenix coming in and getting a much-needed win. United need to do the same. They've uh, they've been hit with some lumps to start the season. Losing Ariel Hutt-Forty was tough for them. As a as a next star, he goes and snaps the Achilles, and they can't replace him. So Isaac Humphries wasn't meant to play significant minutes. He's now having to start at the five, and they're trying to work out their rotation. Tucker uh, hasn't quite dominated as much as he predicted he would so far. He he starts actually shooting a bit of a better clip. Then they're going to be looking all right, but they really need that win. And Cairns are tough because they play free. Adam Ford lets them go. Keanu Pinder is a great athlete, and he's their most important player. Everything revolves around Pinder, so it'll be a massive matchup tonight to see how much juice Isaac Humphries has got, and then if he can go with Pinder. Well, you mentioned Pinder. He's averaging seventeen point two five points per game. How do they nullify his influence realistically across the entirety of the game? Because you mentioned those matchups. I mean. What's his great strength that they really need to nullify? Oh, Pinder's an incredible athlete. So you talk about scoring numbers, but he just is their driver for their energy. So if he's not scoring, he's attacking the glass, creating opportunities for his teammates. So the case they need someone to run with him. Now, it'll be Isaac Humphrey to start. Jordan Caroline for United hasn't really hit his straps yet, but he's also an incredible athlete. Maybe it's a case of Caroline trying to run with 
contender and just match one athlete against the other and see if they can nullify that matchup to then see where they can exploit other strengths across the court. Jordan Caroline, according to many, has been a little bit underwhelming so far for the Melbourne United side. What primarily has to change in the way he approaches his game to make a significant impact on the court? Uh, Caroline, we find often import bigs find it uh, slow, well, difficult to adjust to how the game's refereed here in Australia. So Caroline, you look at him, he, he actually could go and play in the NFL. Apparently he has a choice <laughs> to continue a professional basketball career or go play American football. That's the kind of athlete he is. So he's found he gets himself a bit of tra- foul trouble with some over-exuberance. So if he can stay on the floor due to staying out of foul trouble, it's a pretty important piece for United because, like I said, without seven-footer Ariel Hupporty, Caroline becomes really important. If he's in foul trouble and can't play, what we've seen the last few weeks is David Barlow, who came out of retirement to play with this group, playing extra minutes just because they need another big on the floor. Speaking with NBL commentator Nathan Strimple, if you have any NBL questions, feel free to flick them through via text 0433981116 off the temper text machine. The Sydney Kings, they've been in good form. They take on Adelaide. What did you make of Paul Smith's comments, firstly, the Sydney Kings owner, when he said Adelaide had been talking themselves up as if they were the Golden State Warriors? That adds some spice, doesn't it? It may inadvertently give the opposition team a bit of a spark in a way. Paul Smith... uh... He's not a, an owner to sit quietly in the corner. And he knows exactly what he's saying, and he knows how his group responds. And uh, the Kings tend to like that. I, I think they respond well when um, Paul makes outlandish comments like that. He kind of likes bringing the hype around his team, and, and they play well. They refer themselves to the dogs to go out and fight. Um, so I think that would just get them rolling. But you're right. It might give the 36ers a kick, and they probably already themselves a kick because they've gone over and done something no team's ever done in beating the Phoenix Suns, beating an NBA team. But they've probably come back a pretty grueling trip. So give them a bit of a leeway to be a bit off the money on that first round. They'll be coming out ready to go tomorrow night. They're a good rebounding side as well, the Sydney Kings. I mean, they did have that loss, obviously, against Cairns, but managed to rebound against Brisbane, who albeit are struggling a little bit. But they do have that resilience about them, don't they, don't you think? Yeah, they look, they do. Uh, they're just been a chance for a reason. Now, their group's a bit new. They've got some new imports, but sort of Jalen Adams, the MVP of the league, has gone out. They've got another start in Derek Walton to replace at the point guard. So they look like they've got all the tools, and, and I imagine they'll uh, they'll take that lump. It's a close league this season. There's no there's no team you're penciling in a win against. And, and we've seen some of the teams that, whether their roster is, it seems like it's not stacked with studs like some of the others, they come out and played really good team basketball to counter for that. So whether it's like a Tasmania or Cairns or New Zealand, you don't think's got the star power other rosters do. So far, they've been the teams that really gelled well together to play team basketball. So uh, there's no no nights off in the NBL. It's good to watch. You're right, and that makes it very entertaining. With the Brisbane Bullets, they're probably towards the bottom end of the spectrum. It is tight, the competition, so they do have the capacity, I think, to try and regenerate, reinvigorate their season. But I think the Bullets coach, James Duncan, summed it up best. Uh, it was a D-minus job of executing the game plan against the Sydney Kings. I mean, realistically, do you think they can turn things around? People are predicting them for the championship at the start of the season, and with good reason. Like You look across their roster, the names they've got, there's no reason why that team can't compete. And, and don't forget, there's, there's six sides that come through the finals this year with the play-in games. So they, they have every chance to be around the mark, but they need to make a stand now. There's zero and four. Pretty tough 
uh, schedule to start the season. Those four losses have come against really good teams, been on the road a bunch. But they need to make a stand now, and, and it was reported they had a bit of a scuffle at training. They've got TJ Mitchell missing the game due to an argument at training with James Duncan. And I'd say that's just a blow-up of competitive guys going, hey, we need to turn this thing around. Let's go out and get the result this week. That's the thing. I was just going to ask you that. Do you see it as a positive or negative that they're arguing in a way? Because some might make the argument, oh, this destabilises things. They're not getting along with each other. It's reflected in their results. But then there's the other side that says, well, at least they're showing a bit of passion and a bit of energy amongst the group. So I'm guessing, based on that comment, you'd be in the latter camp. Well, it's hard, hard to know without, hard to make a call on that without knowing exactly what was said and the dynamics of how it went down. But for them as a group, Nathan Sobey's uh, warming into the season on some minutes restriction. Aaron Baines hadn't played basketball for 18 months. He hadn't played since he won a bronze medal with, with the Boomers. So, yes, they're studs, but they're still getting bodies right. So I actually think it's understandable that they may not be running on full stimulus to start the season but they're pretty dangerous as they get rolling. So I think there's every chance they can, but at the same time, they're professional athletes and, and people like to win. So when a team's not winning, you can often see a boil over like that. Speaking with NBL commentator Nathan Strimple on the line, what have you made of Tasmania's renaissance over their last few matches? They started the season poorly, but they've come back a little bit. Do you think they can maintain it against Perth on the weekend? Well, I don't know if Renaissance has found on them. This is the grand final group last season, and they took a couple of lumps to start the season. But I mentioned them earlier. Scott Ross has got them playing incredible team basketball. I don't think any team in this league enjoys seeing that they've got the jack jumpers. The jackies are so tight defensively. They make it, they make it so hard to, to score freely. And out of that, teams have really struggled see teams scoring in the 60s against the jack jumpers with that stifling defense so they will they won't lose a game like they'll make you beat them they just do things right they play within their system so they're a, they're a fun team to watch in terms of how they're bringing it all together because everyone likes to say hey they don't have the stars the stars that the other teams do but Ross has got them all singing from the same songbook what are your thoughts on the Cairns Taipans? They take on the New Zealand Breakers, obviously, on Sunday. This is just their second home match in their first six games. So considering their record, if they grab a win here, it just ensures that they have the optimism that they can win. This one will be at home, but also the fact that they can string a number of wins together away from home, they could well be in the playoff equation if they keep up this form and this momentum. And because they're off Broadway, in a sense, geographically, it probably works to their advantage because they don't have the same amount of hype. They have the inward hype internally, but not necessarily externally to build a lot of pressure on that franchise itself. So what are your thoughts on how far the Taipans can go? Talking to guys that have played for Cairns over the years, they love it like because the Taipans are big up there. I've called a bunch of games in Cairns. You're walking down the supermarket and everyone knows who you are if you're a Taipan. And they've lured, we talked about the jack jumpers uh, and their coach, Adam Ford's taken a bit of a leaf out of the Jack Jumpers book. Scott Roth last year said he wants players that are hungry and humble. And Adam Ford was saying the same thing in the preseason. That's who he recruited. So he's gone after guys that may not have got the same sort of role at a different team. And to come play here, we'll give you some extra minutes. We'll give you a starting role. Wardenberg was a big recruit coming out, and a lot of teams were chasing him. But I think it was the fact that Kansas said, hey, we're going to play you. We're going to start you and you're going to get a chance to play. Same with Pinder re-signing. Bull Quoll came in as a rookie last year. So he's got these guys coming in that may not have got that opportunity at other teams. If they a chance to play, let them play free, let them play aggressive. They run hard in transition. So 
on any given night, they could beat any team. You talk about playoff equation. There's a long season still to shake out, but I think you'd be a brave man to write any team off for missing the playoffs at this stage. See, and I want to get your thoughts on the Illawarra Hawks too as well, Nathan, because ultimately there's been a lot of talk about Tyler Harvey's form in recent times, and his shooting woes continued last week. 12 points, hit 5 from 15, which is a bit of a mediocre high score for the Hawks in their loss to the Breakers in Wollongong on Monday. How do you think they'll go the following Monday at home? It's a few days away yet against the Brisbane Bullets. Do you think they can turn that particular result around? Well, they'll be looking forward to getting Peyton Seaver in. So yeah. Jack Robinson was a huge loss for them. This guy was an absolute stud, NBA experience, and he looks so good on court and just a, a sad one for us in the league to, to lose him to injury. And, and sad for the Hawks, talking to people internally there, they said he was such a uh, such a great person, big fabric of the club, even post-injury, post-surgery, back around the guys still. And, and that's great to see just sad that we won't see him on court for the rest of this season so that's a big hole for him to go out so it makes it tough for Tyler Harvey like he's expecting to have a running mate next to him uh, who's a star draws a bunch of attention all of a sudden now all the defensive attention goes to Tyler uh, Lockie Dent Illawarra locals done really good stepping in the gap they're a development player and he, he, he's played phenomenally it's been great to see that story as an Illawarra boy coming in yeah. but he's not just a Robertson so like yeah, in terms of his ability to Detract defensive attention and, and and let Harvey get off the hook. And it's kind of tough. So they bring in Seaver. That's going to fill out their roster, and then they'll have another look at it. But they they've got a few lumps so far. But I wouldn't write off the hook yet. Uh, fair enough, Nate. Really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for joining us as well. Enjoy Melbourne United's game tonight, and obviously the ensuing matches to come over the weekend. It'll be a fantastic spectacle, and as you said, pretty even competition holistically so far. All the best, mate. Appreciate the chat anytime. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.